You're listening to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry. Welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. I'm Allie, your host, joined today as always with Daniel and another special guest and student leader, Ryan. Ryan, thank you for being here. As you may or may not know, if you're a devoted listener, the beginning of our podcast, we always like to ask, what is something you are loving right now? So do you have something that you're loving right now? Yeah, so one thing that I'm loving right now is definitely all the freedom that we have gained back recently with the July 1st mandate lifted. So I, at first when they lifted the mandate, I was kind of not really sure if I should take the mask off because it was kind of one of those things that you kind of built into your routine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But so I was kind of leaving it on just for other people's safety and kind of just to feel the vibe of the stores or whatever. Um, And then recently I started taking it off and kind of showing my smile that people haven't (laughs) seen in a year and a half or whatever it may be. And uh, coming to church without a mask on, serving without a mask on, Mm -hmm. and just laughing with everyone and seeing their laugh and (laughs) smile and whatever it may be. So that's definitely something that I'm loving right now. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say something similar, too, with that whole freedom. I just recently went to a family wedding, and it was the first time that we all got to get together. I have a big family. Um, So being able to be all back together, not masked, just dancing, laughing, catching up all together from people who um, live all over the country, my family. So it was really nice. It felt really good to be back together. Daniel, what are you loving? I did that this summer too. I had two weddings and it was great for that reason. Yeah. Just people being together. Um, I love, have you ever played spades? Either oh, I've you? heard of it, but I haven't played it. Hearts? Have you played Hearts before? Yes, I have played uh-huh. Hearts. So there are card games with four people. Spades is kind of like reverse Hearts, if you haven't played Spades before. So Hearts, you're trying to um, not collect points. Spades, you're like trying to take um, as many uh, oh. tricks. Like oh, you bid yes. and you have a partner and... So you're playing with somebody. I play it on my phone a lot, but on my phone, I set it so that my aunt and uncle, who are really big card players, and my grandma are the names on it. So that's sort of the fun of it, too. And they're the only people that I've actually played with in real life, not just on my phone. (laughs) So I think of my aunt and uncle, and I get to play cards with them this summer, too. So I'm loving spades. You've got to teach me. I, I love card games. It is fun. Yeah. It's not real difficult but you have to it does like you play off of your partner and stuff mm-hmm. so there's that element there's some technique to it yeah yeah i wouldn't be good at that game then there's <laughs> technique to it, but we'll play spades right after this yeah okay yes, that's good well we are in the second week of our new series on student leadership we have about 20 teens involved in student leadership right now at nativity including ryan of course ryan is a senior and has been involved for the last two years of student leadership and we're going to be talking today different student leaders each week of this series. Last week, we talked to Lucy about recruiting student leaders. So if you missed it, you can go ahead back and listen. And this week, we are talking to Ryan about giving student leaders tasks versus responsibilities. Yeah, so we've talked about this a little bit before, and we have some upcoming episodes where we'll talk about it as well. But the difference between tasks and responsibilities, tasks are specific things that you're expected to do. Responsibilities means more you decide what to do. So if we're talking about student leaders, a task would be greet people at the door. Responsibility would be figure out how to make teens feel welcome as they come in the doors. Mm -hmm. A task would be run the lights for program. 
responsibility would be, can you figure out a lighting plan for the program tonight? Task would be, talk about this saint for two minutes. Responsibility would be, hey, we've got a message on saints. Can you pick your favorite and explain why you like him or her? So Ryan, thinking of all of those examples, why do you think it's important to give teens responsibilities and not just tasks? Do you think it makes a difference as a student leader? I definitely think it makes a difference. Um, I think it's important because when we're in our teenage years, we're making that transition. So the teenage year is kind of a transition in between the childhood and the adulthood. And so when we're making that transition, we're kind of becoming more responsible and independent. And so anyone can give someone a task. My mom can give me the task to go pick my brother up from school or whatever, but it's mm. my responsibility to make sure that he gets home safely mm. and um, just whatever it may be. So I think when you give a teen a responsibility, it makes them look into their tasks more and show them that this is the task, but this is my responsibility to mm. fulfill the task and get it done well and whatever. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We were just talking a little bit before this about how uh, like some of the things that you've done, you were kind of like, I don't know if it's a task or responsibility and maybe it kind of evolves. Yes. Mm -hmm. Started as a task, but became a responsibility. Yeah. Well, on that note, we're going to get a little vulnerable and you're allowed to call us out right now, Ryan. (laughs) Think back on the last couple of years. And when was the time that we gave you tasks instead of responsibilities? Do you remember any situations like that? Or how did you respond? How did it make you feel? Yeah. So a task that you guys gave me was, uh, I believe on the confirmation retreat when there's the games that needed to be emceed or described mm. or whatever, and um, maybe you couldn't always find someone. So you mm. gave me the task to step in, and I took advantage of the task, and I stepped in, and I described the game, and I led the game, and I had a great time doing it and whatever. And um, a task that you guys recently gave me this past year was to lead a small group which in some eyes it may be a task, in some eyes it may be a responsibility. But I soon came to realize that it was a responsibility because Mm -hmm. it was my responsibility to lead those eighth grade boys through their faith journey and bring them closer to God. So it was my responsibility to meet with them every Sunday evening. It was my responsibility to answer them their questions that they may had. Um, But it was also my task to step in Mm -hmm. and fill that hole or gap that you guys needed filled. So I took advantage of it and I loved it. So... Yeah, that's really interesting. Same with what you said about the game. Like that was just in the moment, in real time. We needed someone, so we turned to you to just do it. Do what we needed you to do. There was no ownership. It's not like you probably even got to choose the game in that situation. (laughs) Most likely we already had it planned. We just needed somebody up there to host it. Um, And for that small group, you viewed it on us just having like a need for you to do, a hole for you to fill as a leader. But really it became a responsibility. That's cool. That makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what we want our leaders to move toward too uh, when they're leading a small group is like taking that step from following the small group guide, going down the small group. Okay, we're we're going to do question number one right now. Here's question number mm-hmm. two. Here's que- mm-hmm. That's when it's a task mm-hmm. versus like, let's just have a conversation mm-hmm. yeah. and kind of you adapt each week to mm-hmm. what your small group needs. So Yeah, responsibility you own, a task you just do, mm. right? Yeah. Okay, so put yourself in the shoes of a youth minister who's listening to this and thinking about how to get things started at their church in student leadership. They want to create responsibilities for students. What are some things that they can have students do that are responsibilities? And maybe you can even talk about how you got started at church and how it's evolved into something that you really care about. 
Yeah, so I got started here at Nativity. They, when they did the five before, before the 10 minutes before, they uh, said that there's an interest meeting for creative tech. So I was kind of sitting next to my dad, and we both kind of turned our head at the same time, made eye contact with each other. <laughs> and I was like, we kind of just like shook our head. And that was kind of code for it. We'll talk about this after mass. And you were in eighth grade? I was in seventh grade. Seventh grade. Okay. Seventh okay. grade. And so it was a kind of, let's talk about this after mass. So we got up, probably went to go enjoy some pizza after mass <laughs> and talked about it over pizza and lemonade. Um, so we talked about it. We went home, talked about it a little more with my mom. And we kind of came to the conclusion that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to need a ride. I'm mm. going to need someone to probably be my chaperone or whatever, because I'm not going to get it right away. And so my dad was like, let's do it. I'll do it with you. So we did it together. And then we started serving. We got on the schedule. We got all the training completed and whatever. And it was just a great experience. Everyone was so helpful, so friendly, so whatever. And I said this a few years ago when they, I was asked this question. And I said, it's like my second family. So Nativity is my second home and the creative tech ministry is my second family. Um, so it's really, I've made very good close friends with people who I work with. We're, we're a team, so we support each other. We pick each other up when we're feeling down um, and whatever. And then I got involved with the student program because I was kind of not really the best kid when I was younger. You guys both know that. I would do some things that <laughs> Daniel would have to go out to my car when I got picked up and <laughs> talk to my parents hey, here and there. Mr. Hubler. Hi, Mr. Hubler. I'm Daniel Miller. Nice to meet you. Um, that's usually how things started when I was younger. But um, um, so we kind of thought that the student program would kind of be a transformation for me. So we, I was enrolled. I was signed up. I was registered. Um, I still keep in touch with my first small group leader to this day. Um, he came to my, he's recently moved to a different parish, but um, he came to my confirmation lunch that I had mm -hmm. before my confirmation. Um, he supported me. He texted me here and there, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all of them. Um, so it's really, I don't know. It's just, that's how it all started. And then I kind of realized that this, is, this, is, this could be the beginning of something new for me. So this is the beginning of a new Ryan. This is the beginning of a new journey for me. So I wanted to take advantage of it. And I took advantage of it and it turned out great for me. And when we started the student leadership team, Daniel and Allie came to me and asked me if I would like to be a part of it, which I was shocked to hear at first based on the reputation that I first made <laughs> when I was a, um, a young one here at Nativity in seventh grade. Um, but I took advantage of it and um, it turned out great for me. So I lead a small group of eighth grade boys that I'm going to, I believe, follow through with into their high school year, um, mm -hmm. I hope. But it's really just been a great journey for me. And I think that it was my responsibility to realize that this could be the beginning of something new for me. Mm -hmm. And so it was my responsibility to realize it, and I took advantage of it. And it's turned out great for me. So that's where we are now. That's awesome. Brian and has one of the best it's just coming of age stories, <laughs> yeah. say, growth and faith stories. But it's interesting that your responsibilities, growing in these responsibilities throughout all different areas of churches. You said you're part of our creative tech team, which does all the lights and camera work mm -hmm. at our masses on the weekend and student leadership. It really came from being given the opportunity and being asked as, and just that opening that at mass, you heard they had an opening for creative tech, just giving an opportunity, not making it this 
elite club, just knowing that there was an opportunity for you made you step up and grow in all these responsibilities. Yeah. We count you as one of our biggest wins. Yes. <laughs> yes, and we I do. Here. And your whole family too. I mean, yeah. your family wasn't, it wasn't like you weren't going to church or that you weren't involved or anything, but I mean, your dad like works weekends with you yep. now mm-hmm. and your sister worked in our all-stars program. Your mom's, your mom's a, lector. a lector now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get my little brother involved. He did yeah. the cafe yep. before COVID mm-hmm. and then COVID hit. He was like just starting it and he was so excited. He was like, I just sold my first slice of pizza. He came <laughs> home. <laughs> he was like, I sold a slice of pizza. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> and then COVID hit and he lost the opportunity. But, we're trying to get him back into it. Yeah, we'll give him some responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, give him some responsibilities. Absolutely. All right, final question for you, Ryan. You're going into your senior year. You've done this for a couple years already, and it looks like we're in a post-COVID like world. The world's opening up a little bit more. So what are you most excited about doing this year? What responsibilities make you want to keep coming and contributing all throughout your senior year? So I'm really looking forward to, since I've been doing this for two years now, that means that I've seen two groups of students graduate. Mm -hmm. And um, the first class or group was the class of 2020, which my sister was a part of. And that was the beginning of COVID when everyone was kind of unsure or what was going to happen next or whatever. And you guys went to people's houses and you delivered them a college start kit, which Julia still talks about to this day. (laughs) Um, and that was just really cool to be a part of and just witness and know that this could be, this is going to be me in a few years. Um, and then we had the class of 2021, which we just had the send off for them. And we had everyone get together and everyone or the, the small group leaders of the students um, kind of said the nicest things about each one of them. And that was, and yet again, a year later, that was from 2020 to 2021. I was thinking that's going to be me. And so I'm really looking forward to just completing that milestone. I look at it as a milestone, that graduating high high school is a milestone. And if you were to ask me in seventh grade if I was going to graduate high school, I don't know if I would have said yes. (laughs) I don't know if I would have said yes. But recently, in the past four or five years, things have changed. That's the greatest thing about life is things change. And so things have changed. I've built some self-esteem and I'm graduating from Coward Hall, fingers crossed, in <laughs> the spring of 2022. Yes, so I'm really excited to see what you guys are going to do for the class of 2022. <laughs> um, the 2020 and 2021 were kind of a COVID graduation, mm-hmm. but hopefully the class of 2022 will be the first non-COVID graduation. So... I'm excited so to see your what expectations the are gonna, high for us. Yeah, so <laughs> no, no better pressure. I know pressure, got the little bit of pressure. I know, I know whatever it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. So <laughs> I'm not worried about that. And I'm not worried about you graduating high school, Ryan. <laughs> I don't think we have time to play spades after this, Allie. You and I need to get planning for the senior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us today, Ryan. Um, You already know this, and I already kind of said this, but we're so proud of you and the leader that you've become and continue to become. And we can't wait to see what this year has in store for you and all of our Mm -hmm. student leaders. And we're just excited to have everybody back. And like you were talking about, be able to see people's faces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so hard, like 
last year when everybody was going into small groups uh, and all I got was like a high at the door with yep. the mask yep. on. I didn't yep. even feel like I knew everybody. Straight so. to small group, yes. They're it's, like, time to go get my temperature taken. Yep. <laughs> so we're looking forward to those changes this year. Um, and one thing that we always like to end with is a bright idea that you can take and use right now. So we have um, really found that putting our student leaders into teams has been helpful so that they can focus on one or two particular aspects of ministry at a time. And that is a good way to kind of narrow their focus to, which helps them to take responsibility and own that area. They come up with ideas. Usually it's more ideas than we can actually use, mm-hmm. but that's a good thing. <laughs> yep. Um, and then take those ideas and bring some of them to life um, in our program. So break them into teams so that they can focus on one or two particular aspects and then be sure that they have actual responsibility and not just tasks as you send them out to work. Yes. Well, thank you again to Ryan for joining us. Thanks to all of you for listening to today's Car Rides Worth of content. We love you all very much. Next time, we will continue our student leadership series with another student leader to help us answer the question, what's the right level of commitment we should ask from for our student leaders? 